This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. Sometimes a band can't do right for doing wrong. A band member is unable to carry out touring duties, so instead of cancelling said tour, they employ someone temporarily to stand in. However, instead of raising the band for not letting fans down, social media is awash with X isn't as good as Y. They're playing all the songs wrong. The solo isn't right. Moan, moan, moan. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Of course, I'm talking about the sensible less damned. On last week's show, uh, I played a clip of uh, Standing on the Edge of Tomorrow from their Las Vegas show that featured Troy Van Leeuwen on guitar. Now, I did say that that was the only footage available at that point. Yes, I know it wasn't now, but at the time, I thought it was not checking the socials Friday afternoon as I was at the tailor's. Oh, don't give me that look, Barton. You know I have a tailor. As I told you in last Friday's production meeting, I'm, I'm having a jacket made for my daughter's graduation. It's based on a teddy boy joke. Anyway, I don't remember you mentioning seeing any other damn footage, Barton. All oh, right, I'll give you that. Barton says he was with his parole officer. Put that down! It's Mrs. Hayes. If you break it, then she'll kill you, and then she will kill me, which won't be good for either of us. Thank you. Uh, it was, quite frankly, embarrassing uh, the level of negativity levelled at the damned. I admit freedom of speech and all that, and I have stated previously that I was not a fan of the Gary Dreadful lineup. His brightly coloured dungarees with ruler and colouring pencils sticking out the top pocket made him look like a Rod Jane and Freddie reject from Rainbow. But that's image, and not his playing ability. What? Yeah, I know he was. Uh, also, Alan Lee Shaw, even though he is a well-respected guitarist, and I still maintain that Not Of This Being Salt is a cracking damned album, for some unfathomable reason, overall, he didn't really connect with the older material. Mind you, Molten Lager is a great live album. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, all right, fair point. Uh, uh, as uh, Sean Elliott from The Professor and the Madman, who was at the gig, says, and I shall quote, full throttle, great tone, string stretches galore. You'll notice right away that he switches guitars out frequently, which looks a bit arena rock star, but he's actually matching tones perfectly for all of the different albums with the different pickups. And Sean is spot on. 
Now, remember, what we are hearing was recorded on a mobile phone. Not exactly cutting-edge technology for this situation, no matter what phone makers might tell us or claim. From the Vegas gig, this is New Rose, and it sounds fantastic to me. It's really going up here. To be honest, the moaning and complaining has subsided this week. Maybe the uh, would-be protagonists have had time to reflect on previous posts and replies. Part of me, actually a big part of me, uh, would love Troy and Captain to play together in the dams. In the same way, I wanted Chris Dolimore and Captain to do so. And of course, with Tony Hadley on vocals. For a lot of us, it was uh, an open secret that the Michael Munro band were to support Guns N' Roses on the 1st and 2nd of July at Tottenham Hotspur's uh, stadium. So much so, I didn't realise it still wasn't common knowledge until the official announcement came last week. Now, not being funny here, uh, but uh, from the way the poster is laid out, the Munros are the opening band underneath Gary Clark Jr. Not taking anything away, from Gary Clark Jr., but surely it should be around the other way. Uh, tickets are about 100 quid on various resale sites, uh, but even if I was feeling extravagant with more money than cents, Friday, 
I'm seeing Ultra Bomb at the 229 Club with Saturday, day one of this year's Pump It Up Power Pop Festival at the Lexington. Do it on the meanest machine 
still no more news on the Munros opening for the Damned instead of the Wild Hearts at Hammersmith Odeon. Someone make this happen. And what happened to the third Ultra Bomb single, Fear Your Gods, that was supposed to hit the virtual record shops on the 6th of May? Yeah, me neither. I have the album from which it has been taken, and it's awesome. But as a firm new date hasn't been announced for the release of Time to Burn, uh, I'm going to hold off playing anything from it. There is a great version of the Dead Boy Sonic Reducer that obviously will feature in a future Covers Corner. This is good advice, actually, for all you young people. Stay the fuck out of jail. Of course, that was Motorhead and, as the man said, Stay Out of Jail, taken from the just-released The Lost Tapes, Volume 3, open brackets, live in Malmo, 2000, close brackets, that originally could be found on the We Are Motorhead album. An album that I forgot to air something from last week was Joe Dogg and Paul Black's Sonic 
boom, everybody rains on my parade. Fortunately, Steve Vincent played a couple of tracks on his last Mystery City radio show that jogged my memory. Uh, I have to say, it's a great album with uh, a very, you know, stonesy feel to it. Having said that, your home strays into uh, Bob Dylan territory. Of course, Joe Dog came to our attention as part of uh, Dogs to More with Paul Black, the vocalist in LA Guns, before Phil Lewis joined for the first time. Uh, for your consideration, this is Jesus Drives a School Bus. <laughs>
as you know, I listen to a lot of radio shows. If you're so inclined, on a Sunday morning, thanks to time difference, you can tune in at 6 o'clock in the morning to Henry Rowling's KCRW Saturday night radio show. At 8 o'clock, shower and breakfast. 9 o'clock, it's the repeat of this evening's show. And uh, 10 o'clock, subject to the station's internet connection, Mick Griffin's Sunday evening rock bottom. Then, of course, in the evening, it's Foxy on Deal Radio. And we mustn't forget the aforementioned Mystery City with Steve Vincent, whose uh, debut solo album and new Paradise Alley EP are up for pre-order on Bandcamp. Uh, His show's on every other Tuesday. Also on a Tuesday, I've recently been tuning into Glam Rat's AOR show on Hard Rock Hell Radio with uh, Jeff of the Future, Drop Boxing Me, his weekly show. Uh, You can tell that it's never quite in my household. Uh, The final weekly podcast I listen to is Damo's Long Gone Loser. And on the one just after this year's record shop day, I think it aired on the 24th. Anyway, he played a track by an Adelaide band from 2008 that consisted of three teenage girls. We're talking, I think, early teens, who released just one four-track 12-inch that was limited to only 100 copies before splitting up. The band in question was called Dandelion, with a lowercase d, and the song was pure power pop heaven. Strangely enough, the 12-inch is still available from the label. I thought uh, they would all have sold out by now. However, to reduce the cost of shipping, I ordered the CD, which arrived this week. I'm going to wear the same track that Damo did, uh, just because it's a great song. This is Dandelion and Liverpool Kiss.
don't forget, links to all the bands I played on today's show can be found on theparanoidscrew.com. On episode 858, a couple of weeks ago, I said that I wasn't lucky enough to have heard the whole of Spot McCracken's new tricks album. So I couldn't comment if it was true that it had a cheap trick Hanoi Rocks, Ramones and New York Dolls vibe. Awkwardly, Spot had tuned in and promptly sent me the said album to judge for myself. Comment I now can. Yes, it does have hints of the aforementioned band in as much as, uh, like those bands, I want to jump up and down to the songs. This album is crying out to be played live. This is Y-O-Y VR. On the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, who's been piss pronouncing worms since July 2007.
after Spot McCracken and YOYVR you heard because I played Rock and Roll Kiss from New York feel good glam punk rockers Perilous a band I don't know much about but I'm looking forward to hearing more material from them sooner rather than later I got an email in the week from Stu Max former bassist of Glucifer and now in order and Dang three exclamation marks now Dang's debut album Soko Pathfinder and it came out last year and uh, if I was to do a list of my top 10 albums at the end of every year which I don't Dang's will have been right up there so I was you know, presently surprised that attached to the email was a track from the band's as yet unnamed second album Stu says it's a bit more of a gloomier vibe than previous but you know what can you do? The song in question is Caliphate Hate and sounds remarkably like this.
also recommended that I check out Cockroach Clan and their new single Broken Rose. So I did and enjoyed what I heard. Sanctuary, when nothing matters about you. 
Closer to home, Desperate Measures have just released a brand new single in time for the Jubilee. What's that? Barton says, how can they be closer to home when they're from New Zealand? Fair point, Barton. However, lead vocalist and constant member Eugene Butcher has been based over here in dear old Blighty for so long, though I'm sure I've seen him walking up and down the Holloway Road in a bowler hat, carrying an umbrella with a copy of the Times under his arm. And the rest of the band do fall into the closer-to-home category. If you're listening to this live, uh, you obviously haven't just seen them playing live at the Water Rats in King's Cross. Fear not, as they are supporting Ultrabomb at the 229 Club on the 1st of July. I shall see you there. Thanks to radio, British dance bands have been carried into every home throughout the British Isles. Let's take a peep into the BBC studios to hear Lou Stone's Broadcasting Band.
on episode 847 and 851, I played you a couple of songs by Hate, who consist of the hit priests Nathan Von Cruz and Gentle Ben, former priest Joe Blow, along with TV crime bassist Sid Radcliffe. The songs arrived on a tape with the same songs on each side, different running order and mixed by two different people. Well, last Friday, that was Friday the 13th, future streaming, downloading and non-live rock radio UK listeners, Ghost Highway Recordings released the four songs I'm not sure whose mixes, bolts or nails, as uh, the record limited to only 50 copies. From it, this is Disgraceland. secret of the fact that I appreciate a lot of Yoko Ono's musical output. Admittedly, 
I don't enjoy the screeching and caterwauling of early recordings, but Plastic Ono Band, Fly, Approximately Infinite Universe and Feeling the Space are superb rock albums. I mean, I have covered Move On Fast with Simon Edwards on drums. Sadly, that session has been lost in the midst of time and uh, a house move. I got yesterday, so I've not really had a chance to listen to the whole album yet, the Cleopatra's new CD, Bikini Grill. For those of you who are unaware, the Cleopatra's, who hail from Italy, are a rock and roll band whose sound is influenced, I'm reading this, you can tell, by punk, garage rock, pop punk, glam, surf, indie and new wave. From Ramones to The Cramps, Devo, Blondie, New York Dolls, Buzzcocks, etc. Dot, dot, dot. With an attitude owing inspiration to various female bands and artists, including Joan Jett, Bikini Kill, The Bangles, The Trash Women, as well as 60s girl groups. Anyway, I noticed that track four was Kiss, 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 that I immediately skipped to to find out if it was the cover of the Yoko Ono song from Double Fantasy. It was indeed, which kicks off this week's Covers Corner. With the upcoming Danny Boyle directed six part series, adaptation of Steve Jones's Lonely Boy, about to hit Disney Plus at the end of the month, there seems to be a renewed interest in the Sex Pistols. Reissues, lawsuits, and the rebranding of Steve Jones's jukebox. That originally uh, we could hear on uh, Indie 103.1. The latest Jonesy jukebox is now a podcast. The first three are rerun interviews from the Indy 103.1 days, which sort of disappointed me. 
I was, I, was, uh, I was hoping for fresh new content. Maybe that's down the line. I hope so. The latest features Chrissy Hind. Now, back in the day, as in 1978, Chrissy, along with Steve and Paul Cook, covered the Ronnie and the Ronettes classic, Do I Love You, that uh, was most likely recorded at the same time as the sessions for Johnny Thunder's So Alone album. I mean, all three also appeared on said record, so it sort of adds up. Maybe Mr Crossley could confirm or deny. Either way, even as a demo, it's a great recording. Have a listen. That's me done for another week. And closing things are Fake Names and a track from last year's Fake Names EP, which uh, I missed first time round. No, Steve Vincent didn't hear it. Uh, Because the band's debut album was called Fake Names, as is the EP. So when I originally saw it, I thought it was the album just with different artwork. The House of Love have a lot to answer for. Thanks for tuning in, whether you're listening in live, to the Sunday morning repeat or on catch up. I really appreciate you taking an hour out of your day. This is Fake Names 
and it will take a lifetime, and it probably will. Until next week, take it easy. or observe social distancing. This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Watts' Lodge production. Mm-hmm.